Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wicked Happy Fun Time. I am the Cheese. And this is Bums. And you should probably leave the door unlocked. Yeah. Because you're about to get some visitors. And roll down the sheets because I'm going to get in your bed. Oh! Yeah! We're going to have some, make some love to your ears. Things are going to happen. <laughs> you're going to... Basically call the cops because we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to break into our apartment. It's great. It's great. Yeah. We're going to do it right. The inaugural podcast. We are we are here. It's February 8th, 2011. Yes. And uh, it is 7.56 in the evening. In the p.m. Yeah. It is dark out. It's the wintertime, so we expect that. Um, yeah. And uh, here we are in our first podcast. Uh, cheese, thanks for coming over. We're, uh, we're at my apartment right now. Pleasure to be here. Bombs. Uh, in Santa Monica, the lovely, gorgeous West Side. Are you? Are we officially in Santa Monica now, or is this just the the general West Side area? Yeah, we we are officially about a block or two from the border, so we really get that. that we're not that official. We, we we're get, not official. We're not. No, we're we're, we're official. We're, we're in we're Santa in, Monica. We're in. We're within the border. We're within the border, and we're just over the border, which is good. You know, we get that special price for the uh, for the great location. <laughs> Which is a much higher rent than right, a special price. Right, right, right. Except you get specially gouged. I, I don't. I don't necessarily want to just d- divulge what I pay here for this spot because we are in my room. We got plenty of space. I have my own bathroom, and and it's a good price. Ladies and gentlemen, let me describe what we're seeing right here. We're in Bombs's room. I see a. Uh, this is some sort of quilt on the wall, and it's got pictures from your childhood. Yeah, this is a quilt my stepmother made for me. I love this. It's it's kind of like a snapshot of your entire youth. It's a, it is right, it's, right. Stops right at right at the end of high school, and uh, she she made it. She ironed it onto the fabric. There's a, there's a certain way you can print out pictures now and iron them onto shirts and and fabric. But this was a big blanket that's now hanging on my wall. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And on the other side, ladies and gentlemen. Two size, size as in um, from the Ninja Turtles. I think yeah. it was Raphael. Raphael, definitely. Raphael. Yes. Uh, a Dos Equis flag, uh, uh, a work oh. of art, possibly yes. by Leonardo da Vinci. Well, first, this work of art was given <laughs> to me by my brother for a birthday present. And uh, it's one of those where, you know, we said if there's a fire, it's one of the things you're grabbing and, and pulling out of it's this. It's priceless. It's, it's very it's good. It's gorgeous. And, and, and folks, I guess, you know, the kind of... Uh, the eclectic surroundings here is is representative of this show. Yes. This this first show here, and we're gonna be what kind of stuff are we gonna be tackling? Bombs, news, yeah, movies, opinions. Yeah. We're gonna go after people. Yeah. Who need <laughs> who need people to go after them? They, they they need to be some people need to be attacked. We're some, gonna regulate. Yeah, I like that. And we're I'm, not gonna hold back. I love talking about movies. I can't get enough. So you know, I, we're uh, we're not gonna curb our language. You no, know, we can't. We're gonna throw a couple f bombs around, <laughs> sure, uh, sure. But uh, maybe not. Uh, you know, it, well, it's still gonna be family fun. Still, but it's still so my my parents can sort of listen to it and not you know hate me. <laughs> I wanna, I'm gonna jump right into something. Okay, that here I saw we go. on the uh, that I saw on the internet. Well, let's see. All right. Maybe you've heard of it. Um, I'm I'm hoping this is that. This is a current news story. This is a current news story. Okay. That I found today. All right. Man killed by cockfighting rooster. <laughs> you heard about this? Uh, well, I've. I, I'm not sure. I know they're very aggressive, and I know that people have them here in Los Angeles. But wait, where where, where was this? A 35-year-old California man has died after being stabbed by a cockfighting rooster with knives on his feet. Oh, this is a new form of, of, <laughs> of, of debauchery, of, of brutality. I've, I've always understood cockfighting cocks. 
if right, you will. Right, right. Uh, I mean, don't they have really sharp claws to begin with? Do you need to put razor blades on a cock's foot? I mean, I've been to a, I've been to a residence where they actually had a rooster there, and I was told to stay far away. Like this rooster would hurt you, let alone something that's been trained, you know, and have sh- you know a sharper beak with knives on there. Uh, wait, knives attached to what? The the legs, the the feet. I think what you do is you take two switchblades yes. and you duct tape them to the bottom of the foot. <laughs> It's the the hit the old hidden right blade trick in the cock. I'm not uh, wow. This is a new technique. I've never heard. of Reminds this. me of the story I heard about certain gangsters. They put razor blades in their gums. Whoa! So you're walking down the street, right? They're just yeah. you think they're disarmed, but they're really armed. And then <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, people hey, do that. Well, I was thinking like, wouldn't it be just a little bit less pain, painful to you know you just put the thing in your pocket instead of your <laughs> having to hide it. <laughs> maybe that's to like after you get patted down. Maybe yeah. that's a jail thing. Oh, that's got to be a jail. Maybe that's some jail oh, they're hiding. Trivia. It's now I may right. Have just thrown that out. Hiding things in your gums, right? I'll take that to note. Have you ever been to a cockfight? Well, I, no, I wouldn't be caught dead at one. No, nor a dogfight or any horrible, disgusting. Yes, it, yes. It, it's it's the type of thing people joke about, right? But if you were actually there and you actually saw these animals being forced to hurt each other you'd probably barf and then like punch the person responsible yeah yeah but so many people joke about it right and well they joke about it but you know we certainly weren't born you know with that uh sort of need or even right you say if we were at one of those things we'd be totally disgusted but yeah there are people who are going i guess they must be must start at a young age what do you uh... and what i was thinking too is that uh you know with the with the with the roosters is they're Beaks have to probably be, be dull by that time. They're, you know, dulled out from all the fighting. Maybe they were hiding the blades, you know, in, you know, in there somewhere. Cause like my, my rooster is completely, completely dull. <laughs> it's, I need a sharpener. It's like those greyhounds. They race for 10 years and they retired and their legs are shot. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a specific home, like person that takes all the greyhounds when they're done racing and right? gives them out to families. Is that right? Yeah. I, I know that the, uh, right, they, they cracked down on that. The dog track I know just outside of Boston, which used to be very popular, now is uh, no longer. I never got into the dogs. I watch the horses all yeah. day. Yeah, horses are all right. People, you know, still go to see that. That's, that's not brutal. <laughs> so this clown, anyway. uh, maybe he got what he deserved. Yeah, I think maybe. I mean, he's involved in that. You know, he's getting a wake-up call at least. He's no you know, Michael Vick. <laughs> wake-up call too, but he's dying. Yes, he died. So... Um, that's very interesting. I think that, uh, the next thing I want to tackle. What do you got? With, I, well, you know, it's just on the same, you know, um, level as, uh, people being not so intelligent is the Toyota recall. Now they just Mm -hmm. announced today, Mm -hmm. uh, about the, you know, people were accelerating and they were crashing their, wasn't there some old man who killed people? Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's like, right. Barreling into, well, that was something that happened in Santa Monica, I know years ago, but we know that people were like, you know, driving off the road and they were saying, oh, the, the brake pedals weren't working and, you know, the, it, they were getting I, I do remember gas that. pedals getting stuck. Now, from what I read, you know, NASA was even involved in this, um, in, in this investigation, which shows that there was lots of lots of money involved. And uh, they just had some free time. They and- had some free time. You know, and I guess NASA now is now that this report came out is now asking for money. That was actually another news headline. They didn't have enough money in NASA. NASA. Is. Yeah, it's surprising because they have plenty of gadgets, I think. Um, nevertheless, it was human's fault. The human they found that it was a it was human 
uh, human fault that the that these cars were accelerating, and that it was most likely that um, the it, it had paralleled with the same complaints they'd had from other car companies that that people have had actually mistaken you know like people have mistaken the gas pedal for the brake pedal. It's sort of the <laughs> if they hadn't had enough practice in the car, they they crashed the cars. Now, is is that something that would make sense based on the type of people crashing? Were they all old people? Were they young people? Yeah. I don't know what the. I would have to say, uh, right? It, it's didn't the, it stick? Didn't would, didn't one of the accelerators stick? They were sticking, and so now that they're that's saying a humans problem it, that's, under, that's, under the parentheses, yeah, of the whole human problem is uh, the floor mats, is the improper installation of the floor mats, and then also possibly that. The gas pedal and the brake pedal were are so similar that people were confusing them. But uh, I don't think that should be anywhere of an issue. I mean, if you're driving a car, you should know where the gas and brake is. That's the first, you know, first that's, thing that's you learn. That's step one. That is step one, and that's the driving. first thing you probably need to learn. Yeah. What, I mean, people aren't installing the floor mats though. That's like, I mean, right? That's right. That's got to be. A, Basically, what was the Justice Department uh, conducted this? Yeah, the Justice Department. Um, they, they didn't conduct it. It was the Department of Transportation, I guess. So um, they saved. They basically saved Toyota eight gajillion dollars. Oh, they oh, big time. Oh, well, it's you know what's interesting, right? Eight more gajillion dollars. You know, let alone the uh, recall of eight to nine uh, million vehicles between two thousand eight and two thousand nine. So. That right there is an alarming cost. You got to think Toyota, you know, like most car companies have that in sort of insurance to, you know, dip into, but that's a hell of a cost. Car recall, investigation by NASA. That's going to cost a couple bucks. That'll cost a lot. That's like when the plane crashes, the company, uh, the plane company will pay people to put together the little tiny little pieces of the plane and reconstruct and find out what happened. Oh, yeah. Now they did. It's like a giant. Jigsaw puzzle. Oh yeah, you got to imagine. But with blood and that's human a, brain on it. That's a hell of a uh, job security. That's that's a lot of job security right there. You can milk that for. <laughs> what do you do? Years. I put I put crash planes back together. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. So what, anyway, now what do you think of the Prius? Uh, I love those cars. I love what they're doing. I love their uh, gas mileage. They scared the shit out of me. Do they? I'll be walking down the street. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm I'm about to go through the crosswalk. Uh huh. And I never hear them coming. I can't oh, hear them yeah. coming. And I don't know. I just got bad ears. Well, actually, I kind of do. No, that has nothing Maybe to do with Maybe that's what it. it is. No, not at all. No? They are silent machines. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so they're kind of, it's kind of creepy. Like, it, it creeps me out. <laughs> you know, I, well, I just came from a family, you know, that appreciated muscle cars. And, you know, we always sure. had Mustangs. We always had just gigantic engines and cylinders and whatnot. Sure. And, I've, you know, I love the efficiency. You know, I'm right. not saying we should all be driving gas guzzlers or right. or cars that get five miles an hour per gallon. They just scare me. Yeah. I, I like I, I think I'm going to get hit by a Prius <laughs> within the next year. I think that there's a large percentage of people who get uh, hit by Priuses uh, compared to other cars. I mean, they are silent, and especially at probably the worst worst places when they're backing out of driveways. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what's weird is that you know they design those cars and they're a little funky looking. They're not like you know the sleekest. Most amazing looking and cars. Kind of ugly. But um, but this new design, which is which, just I don't know what what it is, where the uh, the window starts at about you know chest to shoulder it's level. It's all window. The whole car's a big window. But but I can't see out of it. You can't <laughs> see out of it. Well, you can't see out of it. It's too high up. So 
I don't know if I'd be, you know, I'd buy one, but I'd kind of wait for these, uh, you know, the Super Bowl commercials. They, they entice me to buy those new electric cars and all that. So I'll probably go that route when I get the money, you know, in about 1600 years. When I get stuck behind people on the road, it's either a Camry, a Corolla, or a Prius. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The people who drive those cars drive really slow, and it doesn't make me happy. <laughs> yeah, especially on Sunday. Sunday Sunday, oh LA driving. Oh my God. There, there's something to be said about driving in LA on Sunday that if you're in a rush... I'm going to take my Prius to the farmer's market. Don't, don't be... You yeah. guys need any cucumbers? <laughs> <laughs> UK man with low IQ banned from having sex. Uh, a UK man with a low IQ? UK. Not University of Kentucky. <laughs> University of <laughs> London. Oh. Or also known as the United Kingdom. Right, right. He's been... A judge has banned the man from having sex because questions were raised about infringing upon his civil liberties. The guy has an IQ of 48. Is this a man who, you know, in this country they call them uh, special needs? A retarded kid? <laughs> yeah. Well, IQ 48 is pretty bad. Yeah. Is this like someone who's on the I borderline, mean, like, mine's ve- 55, vegetable state? So I can operate <laughs> machinery. I know how to tie almost you both of my shoes. Your, right, right. So you can operate that. Okay, so he's living with another guy and having sex with this guy. So he's a gay retarded guy in the UK. And this, <laughs> this high court justice, Nicholas Malston agreed that Alan did not have the mental capacity to understand the health risks and he should not have sex with anyone. <laughs> but they are allowing him to have sex with himself. <laughs> you know, honestly, isn't this a little bit much for them to be stepping in on? I mean, the fact is, you know, first of all, kudos to the lover beforehand, really getting, really getting his money's worth before the, the ruling came out. But what what's the... Uh... Who's the authority on this? Is there going to be like a, a, a Bobby? Is that what they're called? Standing outside like 24 hours a day, you know, monitoring this behavior? That's true. I mean, how do you police this? Right. Is he... And who, who told... I mean, who's peeping on these guys anyways? Yeah. And also, is this against his will? I mean, what, what does he want? You know, I actually read this uh, article online not too long ago. There's parents of mentally disabled... Right. Uh, kids. Well, not kids, but you know, basically, you got a mom whose daughter or son is mentally handicapped. Right. Right. Okay. Say they're 25, 30, or 35. Mm-hmm. They don't get a lot of action. No. Right. They're not. They're not going out to the club, scoring numbers, and going to the boneyard <laughs> on a regular basis. That's right. They're not like right. Right. Okay. Right. But there's obvi- But there's some sort of need. I mean, these, everybody's got to have sex. Everybody's sure. got to get wet now and then, right? Sure. So what they do is they put out ads on Craigslist, on the internet, to the places say, "Look, my my daughter's got MS." Yeah. Or or she's you know she's got an IQ of forty eight. Yeah. Would you come over and yeah. show her a good time? Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. And people respond to these things, and that makes sense. Yeah. Right. That I makes mean, perfect. You're probably sense. not getting the cream of the crop who's responding to these ads. You know, Brad Pitt's not coming over. Right. Right. You know, take care. But but. but <laughs> You know, yeah. she gets her jollies. Right. You know? And, and, yeah. You know, but in the UK, it's against the law. Well, I, What, this guy's not supposed to be able to do his thing? This seems to be against uh, some sort of, you know, um, moral code, some sort of, you know, like, private, you know, privacy act. You know, some people need to have their privacy and, and be allowed to have sex. I mean, you can't, you can't stop somebody from having sex. I mean, in that case, should it be like, you know, think about the guy's, 
who go around who are, you know, rampantly just picking up women and having sex with them and probably maybe or giving them STDs. You know, there's certain, you know, there's definitely got to be guys out there doing that. Not me. (laughs) Alan's not diseased. Right. He may have an IQ of 48. Exactly. He may not know how to spell penis, but he can get it up. Right. So if he, you know, if he can't, what about the people that are, that are making, you know, doing, you know, having bad sex, as I would call that with the, you know, Spreading That's STDs a good comparison. and 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 just you know like kind of one night standing and kind of sexual predators. Yes, that, thank you for finally like get, getting the the term out. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> the sexual predators, exactly. That's there you so, go. Wow. Well, Alan, it says here he had a vigorous sex drive, and it's not appropriate that he didn't understand what he was doing. If the guy's got a vigorous sex drive, he understands what he's doing. You're denying. His, That's my point. His needs. Yeah. You're denying his God-given right to ejaculate. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I'm, I'm glad you were so forward about that, so. I want to talk about movies. All right, let's get into movies now. All right, now, okay. what do you got? All right, well, uh, well, I know this movie I haven't seen, and uh, I've seen the preview for it on the uh, on the television, and I'm sure everyone else has. It's it's very highly marketed. as a movie called Sanctum. By Sanctum. Sanctum. Don't, don't you mean Sanctum? Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, uh, what is his name? James Cameron loves these one... Uh, one, you know, one word titles, you know, he's got avatar. He's got abyss. Actually, that was the abyss. Oh, was it the abyss? Well, he threw in the, and he threw in the for Terminator, but you know, he's, that's true. That doesn't really, but he's got alien, you know, he's got alien avatar. He's got sanctum. He does. He does. Uh, Please continue. And so anyway, if you're watching these previews, it's just, it looks like one of these movies that James Cameron is kind of a side project. I think he let someone else direct it. I don't know if, I think he maybe just produced it. And just kind of like, here's the money. Just go get ridiculous in a cave. <laughs> so, so, so the one thing is, is that's like, actually the whole script. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Getting Here. ridiculous in a cave. Yeah, getting ridiculous. And then the rest was improv. So what? What I just have, you know, you know that it's a, just a bad movie because it's just like this. You see this thing that, and basically, you know, from this one woman, and they played. I think they took this off the the trailer, but this woman, you know, they show this one clip of this woman, and she goes, "What could be dangerous about diving in caves?" And you're like, what is wrong with you? Like, that is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my entire life. What's What could go wrong diving in caves? Everything could go wrong. You're diving in caves. This, like, this is, most people don't do this activity because what, it's dangerous. What could be hazardous yeah. about disarming nuclear weaponry? <laughs> yeah. honestly, I don't know. Honestly. Jeez. So, so a, good, a good review on it was uh, Boston.com said uh, two-dimensional characters in 3D. Because the movie's... Presented in 3D, which is a whole new uh, fad. What do you? What are your thoughts on 3D? Well, for, first, let me touch base on the sanctum. Okay. Bullshit, because it it is a hot bag of ass crap. <laughs> it's disgusting. It, from the first five seconds, you know what? Actually, I take that back. The first five seconds of the preview were awesome because yeah. there's a helicopter and going over one of these huge trenches and actually. Crazy newly discovered underground caves right. is something that I've been reading into, and they're popping up like, like Vietnam's got this whole new cave system. Right, right. And they I'd mapped heard about it that. out, and it's really cool. I love underground caves. Sure. So I was like, "Fuck yeah! I want to know about underground caves." Yeah. And then, and then, and and then, <laughs> it yeah. starts flooding. And I said, "No, no. Okay, yeah. it's gonna be one of those movies where they get trapped, and the water comes down, and two right. people make it out, and it's a guy and a girl." And then they kiss at the end. Right. All and right? the difference of that uh, is... It makes me want to punch someone in the face. Yeah. And I've seen that movie. <laughs> you've seen and, it. And about James's... James Cameron's thing. Yeah. Okay. 
he he didn't he didn't make this movie. No. He got paid a million bucks or five million bucks or whatever it was. Yeah. To to fill out a little sticker and put his name on it and oh, put it on the DVD. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that makes he sense. Didn't, you know, I mean, maybe yeah. they used his 3D camera, right? Right, because he quote unquote invented a new sure. 3D camera. You know, but I mean. I love his movies. He makes great movies. Right. Essentially, now it's right, almost like a THX, like, you know, G- George Lucas sort of thing. It's like this 3D, you know, company that he's going to have that's exactly. going to be like, you know, enhancing every movie that you watch is going to have the stamp of James Cameron like George Lucas does on THX. And, you know, I want to, there's a part of me that wants to hate 3D. Yeah. I go in there and, you know, I'm excited. I got the glasses. I go in there, and they're cool now. You know, they're like they're like hipster glasses. They're not the right. old plastic things. You don't and... wear them around all the time. You might no, be crashing no, into I'm things. I'm not going to wear them to the coffee shop. They're a little bit. Where right, I work on my screenplay <laughs> in front of everybody. But uh, <laughs> can anyone think of a title? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sanctum. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, but, you know, I, I think they need to work on it some more because yeah. it still kind of makes me a little dizzy sometimes. Sure. And um, it's it's for kids. I mean, it's got to be for kids. Like, Well, the cartoons. I mean, for animated cartoon stuff. Yeah. That's great. Sure. You know, it's different, I think, when you have live action. Live action is different. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a little, you know, disconcerting for me. The, the 3D it came out in the 70s. They used it. And uh, it just didn't really go anywhere. Mm. And um, I think for a reason. And uh, I think that, especially for adults, there's a lot of adults who, you know, I, I've heard the, I love it or I hate it. There's no, there's really nobody in between like, oh, 3D is okay. That's true. It's, it's really a, a, a one side or another. And um, personally, I, I just care to watch a good story. I, you know, I'm really into a good story. There was a great movie I just saw called Moon. Um, I've seen it. You did see Moon. See it. Phenomenal. Seen it. Love it. Yeah. It's great. It's on DVD. Great um, It is a great movie. And it's about uh, this... Well, you know, you, you're you're put on on the moon in the future, and uh, they're collecting uh, hydrogen three from the surface of the planet, um, and they're they're shipping it back to Earth to use as fuel. And uh, there's one station where one guy and a you know 2001 Space Odyssey reference, a Hal, is with him, and they're operating this thing together. And uh, all of a sudden, some crazy things start to happen, and uh, all of a sudden, there's 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 two of the same guy there. And Shit happens. Yeah. We don't want to give away too much. This is, you know, because people want to see this. So anyway, Moon is great. Great acting. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's not the fastest movie in the world. Right. You know? Right. But but it's good enough. It's 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 good enough to be slow yeah. at times. Yeah, and it's it's almost it like way. I would almost give it the the uh, a thriller sort of uh, title. I give it part of a thriller title because of the fact that it's art it's like a mystery. Almost like why? Why is this person here? And you're figuring out what through the, the whole movie. What the fuck is he doing? Yeah, you know, and, and what uh, he's doing on the moon alone. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get that gig? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that job. Who's lining up to, yeah. to get, yeah, yeah. get no that one's, gig? No one wants to have that job. Um, well, at one point they actually did um, recently find you know water on the moon, so they're saying you know possibly colonizing it. But also the other thing is that the director. Was um, screw, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's it's the purest water. Moon right? water. Yeah, How much but, is that shit? You gotta cost? filter it. There's a lot of dust in it. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, the director went in front of NASA. He actually screened the movie for NASA, and then afterwards had a Q and A. And um, he actually asked the NASA people how you know realistic is the you know the idea H three and all that, and how new is it? And they're like, you know, it's something that that they're working on in terms of energy. And you know, just the hydrogen cells and all this. The only problem with hydrogen cells is that I remember the, the uh, what was it the click and clack the car the car talk guys were saying that um, 
it actually takes more energy to make the cells than than it does to to use them. Oh, so it actually becomes like, a really a yeah. huge waste. Yeah. 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 So I think it was very marketable. I think that companies want to be like, oh, hydrogen now, it's so clean and amazing. But it was basically another ploy to just make a ton of money. My hope is that in the future, the process to create the cells is more efficient. Right. And that they can do it. I think that's really the future. I mean, I mean, yeah. I've I've been told uh, by people in Texas who know a thing or two about fossil fuels. Sure. That, oh yeah. Know, we got we got a lot to go for a long time, but it's, right. it won't be forever. Well, but uh, I think hydrogen is hopefully the future. It could be. So I, they gotta they gotta fucking make it work somehow. I mean, there's there's plenty of different elements on this on this planet, um, but uh, also, I mean, you know, one one thing I am a huge proponent of solar power. It's the new thing. I mean, solar power. It's hot. It's it's, <laughs> it's hot. It's good. Uh, you know. I think that it's. Uh, I think it's going to take off. I hope. I hope in the you know near future. So. I. Uh, I heard the other day that Reagan took the solar panels off the White House that Carter had installed. Is that right? Did you so hear about that? Step back. <laughs> uh, well, I don't. It was probably probably didn't look too good for the photo shoots. Yeah. Or maybe you take it down <laughs> for the photo shoot. Or I guess these days you could just crop that shit out. Yeah. But you know what? Um. Actually, uh, a friend of mine was investing in this company that has. Mini solar panels inside of windows. Okay. Oh, in the windows. Picture this. Yes, exactly. So at some point in the future, all buildings when they when when you get your windows, yeah, it'll it'll be solar panels inside of the windows. It'll power your house. There you go. You and, want more windows. <laughs> so the frame of the windows, like the you know how you how all the windows connect, right? And the water in the in the energy. Flows through them into the lights yeah. and shit. Oh, oh actually, I'm, I'm gonna have to read up about this for the for the next podcast for sure. Get is on the, um, it. Is the uh, the new uh, the greenest building in the United States now is in Boston, um, and I'm not sure if it's opened quite yet, but uh, collects its own rainwater, uses rainwater, uses solar solar power. It is the yeah. So I'm gonna have to look up on the proponents of how it makes it the greenest building in the United States, and I'm not sure it's the world, but I I know at least in the U.S. it's it's sort of Breaking ground for for new ideas. My least favorite part about energy conservation. Yes. If it's yellow, let it settle. Is that, what they call, is that what, how they say? Let it, it? mellow. Let, let it mellow. mellow. It's got to rhyme. I am totally against this. Yeah, we don't want that. It's. Best. I don't want to see your pee. No. I don't want to smell your pee. No. I don't want to, especially <laughs> if it's a duty. Yeah. Get that duty get, down get, the yeah, toilet. Yeah, well, it's always the brown. If it's brown, flush it down. You know, it's funny. The uh, a lot of public toilets, especially now I'm going to Santa Monica College, is uh, the the toilets, the flushing. It's like it's like they made it like back in the 1900s. Like it's there's no pressure. There's no pressure, and it it's it, like the it, force of gravity. Literally, I can time a good five seconds or more, which when you really count it out, is a lot of time for the pee to really flush all the way, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, and it just seems, it's a little disconcerting. And, and most of the time, because it's like that way, most people, well, just in general, most people aren't flushing anyway, but you know, the pee's just sitting there. It's, it stinks. I don't want some guy to eat a big plate of asparagus <laughs> and to That's go so... into the communal bathroom <laughs> yeah. and letting things mellow. No, mellow. No, no. Don't do it. <laughs> Buy a freaking Prius. Okay. Say no to asparagus first. Say of no. All. <laughs> Don't eat asparagus yeah. in your Prius for yeah. the love of God. <laughs> your Prius and your Don't asparagus. Don't do it. It's too green. We don't like it. So all right, my my shit movie. Okay. Uh, uh, prediction coming out. It hasn't been released yet. Yeah. It's called Drive Angry. Oh oh oh! The Nicholas Cage, right? Nicholas fucking Cage. <laughs> this guy. This guy what won't is wrong stop. With him? Won't stop. <laughs> he can't stop. He's from hell. 
Right. Okay? So the devil has spit them out. Uh-huh. You know, like a bad piece of black like, licorice. Like, like, literally, do you do we know if you see the devil actually, like, spit him out? Or is he just, like, he's... He, he regurgitates back. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> you know how you know how mama birds feed their young? <laughs> Nicolas Cage That's is the... That's Cage. Is, <laughs> he's like a regurgitated field mouse. <laughs> it's, like an owl, it's like an owl pellet. <laughs> He's a pellet. That's that's how that's the first act. Oh my just him as a pellet. What is this Dante's Inferno? It's like you know the guy's going into the depths of hell and goes like, what is it? He goes. It, it's the opposite in, in Dante's Inferno. He goes through into Satan's mouth, and then the the worst part of hell is when Satan is actually shitting you out. <laughs> it's almost like that. In fact, it's shitting out that movie is what it is. Uh wow, that's too bad. It, and um, he's driving a fast car. Uh-huh. There's a blonde involved. Okay. Uh, there's some guns. I guess, and yeah. um, uh, it's a he. It, I think it's a combination of get his son back and then vengeance and, uh-huh. and redemption. Basically, you take all like the most interesting action scenes from every movie he's ever done, right? And, and you put that in one movie, right? Because I was thinking, like, you know, there was the whole thing with the, his head was on fire in that one movie. He's already been to hell. He's That's already, my point. Right. This is the same thing. Oh man, so it's the exact same. So thing. he's just getting any script and just saying, "Green light this one. This one's great. Let's do this." Because, you know, at this point in his career, if he says yes to a script, it's on, you know? Well, and, and what I heard is um, he spent, like, basically he blew his money. <laughs> he did the thing like lottery winners do. And he went out there. He owns literally two castles, Oh, I heard. Okay. Uh, I wish I had that. And uh, all these homes in Bermuda and overseas and whatnot. So he, oh he, he, like, spent all his money and he's in debt. And so he'll take whatever project he can get. What? He's not reading through scripts thinking, oh, this sucks. Oh, I'm not going to do oh, this. Oh, he's blown through all his money? He, he doesn't have no any money. No wonder. Yeah. You know, his, there was at one point in his career, I thought it was going to be the turning point, was when he did uh, Adaptation. And he and he played really, you know, he played great. Charlie Kaufman and, and the brother. And it was it was amazing. And he looked, great. you know, really like, played the character well. He actually acted, which was weird. He acted. Oh, and, and, it, and it made him look such like a good actor, especially. And, uh, and then, yeah, after that, I mean, what he did, National Treasure, which, I don't know, what are your thoughts on those... The National Treasure movies. Uh, it's it's a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah, because, most people it is because I it I'll never in a thousand years tell yeah. anyone I watched those movies. No, 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 you don't want to. <laughs> but you know, I, I it's late at night. Right, I'm cruising around the uh, the TV. I yeah. have a remote in my hand, and uh, I you know if if there's a rerun of Seinfeld, I'm gonna watch that. Right, right, but over. Yeah. National Treasure, but sure. if National Treasure's a, a choice between sixteen and pregnant and National Treasure, I'm watching fucking <laughs> Nick Cage, you know, dig up some Benjamin Franklin yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, there you go. No? Or, or oh, how, sure. how about my sure. guilty pleasure, which HBO can't stop playing, Seventeen again. <laughs> oh my god, Zach Efron, that's actually a really oh good movie. Oh my god, isn't it? <laughs> Zach's amazing in that. Zach is amazing. Talk in about that. a guilty pleasure. That's pretty ridiculous. Oh Jesus, I can't believe I yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, it's okay to admit some of the. Guilty. No, it's no, not. No, it's Zach no, Efron. No, because you're sitting there. Was it like two in the morning? And you got nothing else on. And all of a sudden, paid programming's on. And look, the movie channel's got you know the one good thing that's. You know, well, anyway. You know who's amazing as that is the uh, his friend. The nerd friend who inv- invented... Uh, oh! What's his name? Oh, yes. He's from... The, uh, he's from Tom, Tom uh, Lennon? It's not Tom. Uh, it's the I forget other his name. He's uh, from Reno 911. Is it Tom? Uh, I don't I don't know oh, his that's name. Gonna free- okay, okay, okay. That's you, you tell me your favorite part of Zac Efron while I look it up. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of Zac Efron. Well, you know what's, you know what's interesting is actually... <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the movie is seeing Matthew Perry, because Matthew Perry is actually not that bad of an actor. He's kind of done some like interesting things. 
you know, after his friend's career, he doesn't, he didn't have the, uh, you know, the, the mind of, you know, Joey to go try it to make It is Thomas him. Lennon. Oh, good for you. You yes, got it. Yes, 30911. I didn't want to have to go on about Matthew him. Perry right there. Thank you for saving me. <laughs> I, I fucking, I love it. I love watching him peacock. I love watching him in shorts. You know, I, yeah. I recently heard an interview of him. He doesn't wear shorts ever. What do you mean? He doesn't wear shorts ever. Long pants but, are just nothing. But on Reno 911, he wears them all the time. Oh, oh, oh that's right. He wears but the he short shorts. he never wears shorts going so, out. Do you think it became from the Reno 911? Like he's like so sick of shorts being in them? I, I, I don't I don't think he did before either. Wow, that's surprising. He doesn't that's wear shorts. That's sort of a weird like, you know, weird thing. You know, some people have like, you know, like certain things like, oh, I won't eat, you know, like that, some certain things, you know, but he's, you know, not choosing to wear a certain garment is kind of different well i mean yeah especially in la you know especially where it gets freaking hot cut his balls out he <laughs> doesn't wear shorts. especially right if he's not living like right next to the summer, water you know right summertime when it's really it's peculiar it's what it is <laughs> I, I you know i used to have a thing about you know not wearing shorts back in you know high school but it's because i had like these chicken legs and I'm just looking at these you things. You have amazing like, legs. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's that for helps. a chicken. That, yeah. <laughs> for for the. What cup. you need to do is put fucking razor, razor blades, blades on it, and I'm, I'm I'm ready, and then I'm ready to go out. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, so well, that might uh, does that wrap it up? I think for this we're week? there. Okay. I think we're there. I think this officially ended. Yeah. The first ever podcast. It's been good. It has come to an end. I am Carl. People. Call me the cheese. You may as well. And this is my uh, partner in crime. This is uh, Brendan, a.k.a. Bums. And uh, this is our first podcast uh, done from uh, my apartment here in Santa Monica. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. If you have any questions or thoughts, hit up the cheese and bombs at wickedhappyfuntime at gmail.com. That's wickedhappyfuntime at gmail.com. Be good to each other. Peace.